Hi everyone and welcome to episode four of Twinning, Winning and Sinning. Jane, how are you? Hello my friend and hello everybody. I'm great. I am fantastic. I'm extra fabulous because I have had my husband home for the past nearly two weeks and it has been amazing. So you've had two weeks off then? Uh, I wouldn't say I've had two weeks off, but let's just say I've had two weeks sharing the load, <laughs> which is, okay. yeah, I'll take anything I can get. But yeah, it's been, it's been amazing. How are you? What's going on? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I've been busy, obviously, in the UK. We've had the Easter Bank holiday break. So um, mm-hmm. what did we do? We went to Beeston Castle, which is a, a castle in uh, Cheshire. Um, Wow! it's cool the problem is that the castle is actually 350 feet up a hill okay so it looks out over Cheshire it's gorgeous when you get up there and I made the stupid decision to believe that my kids would love the walk up this hill so effectively (laughs) what happened is they ended up dragging four screaming kids right to the top of a castle then they didn't want to walk down again they got a bit kind of blurry the height i don't like heights either so um neither do i I completely understand it um but you know what it was a lovely day we came back and finished off the weekend in the hot tub exactly how we started it before going back to work that sounds fantastic i get what you're saying about the castle logistics always you have a plan and then logistics sets in right the reality of that with little exactly exactly um, I, I would ask you uh, what you've been up to this week, Jane, but I actually know what you've been up to and I, I've got a bone to pick with you. Yeah, I've got a bit of a bone to pick with you because um, oh, you've God. been a little bit of a sly creature this week, haven't we? Do we want to come <laughs> clean about anything or do I need to remind you? Um, I have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. I am a perfectly, you know, moral wonderful human being what what could i have possibly done wrong um i think it was the fact that you messaged my wife uh taking her side and referring to me as a nerd because i like star wars i don't trust people that don't like star wars oh god sarah she's so loyal to you bloody hell i've got to win that girl over all right, all right. So there's this trashy show called Maths, which I know your wife loves, and I was messaging her saying this is the juiciest, trashiest series ever. Series Do you want eight. to just explain? Uh, that's obviously you give uh, an abbreviation there, but to, to normal people <laughs> like me that just watch normal telly, can you just elaborate on what that is? Okay, well, I'm almost embarrassed to admit this as well, but I do love trashy reality TV shows and Married at First Sight here in Australia. And I'm not proud to be part of the people on this series. They do not represent the norm here. Can I just preface this by saying they cast the most biggest dickheads you could ever imagine. Look, not all of them, (laughs) but I messaged Sarah because I know she loves this show and I said this is the juiciest, juiciest series yet you have to get onto it. And then she messaged me back going, oh, my God, we can't get that here. Maybe I can get (laughs) Gaz to organise it for me. I don't want to throw you guys under the bus and say you're doing anything illegal as well with streaming-wise or anything. Absolutely not. She was just saying 
she might talk to her husband who is technically gifted, aren't you, Gaz? You're very good. At, um, I'm very gifted. Um, this is very true. gifted. Flattery gets you nowhere, though. <laughs> anyway, cut a long story short. She said, you'll get onto it. And I said, yes, get your nerdy husband onto it. And I say, no. did I say nerdy or dorky? Something along those lines. The because... fact that you think of me in both of those contexts is concerning. <laughs> because. And to my defence, I don't think you're nerdy. It was, you put a video up on your Instagram stories of <laughs> jumping in bed, which was, by the way, one of the funniest stories I've ever seen. <laughs> and you had a Yoda T-shirt pyjama top on. And that's what I said. I said, get your nerdy, dorky Yoda. <laughs> Yoda loving husband onto it. I'm well, sorry, Gaz. I didn't know your wife was going to throw me under the bus. God, thanks, Sarah. Well, you, you just, you just threw yourself under the bus there because, and this just kind of shows your kind of level because it wasn't Yoda. It was Darth Vader. They are oh, two entirely sorry. different characters. Yeah. Okay, let's move on then, Jane. Uh, we've had a question in this week. We have. We've had a question in this week and I love it how that we actually have fans and listeners and people wanting our advice. And this person um, who has requested to be anonymous says, not having twins myself but having a six-week-old boy, how do you cope with what feels like physical pain when your baby is crying and you don't know what to do? Now, can I just say this is an excellent question and I can really, really relate to this because when I had my son, so I've got a son about to turn six and I will never forget the overwhelming feeling when I brought him home from the hospital and probably the, you know, the first morning I woke up the next day at home it's a very overwhelming feeling that you are responsible yeah. for this child's life. Do, do you agree? Can you relate to that? Yeah, I think as well, The I don't know what it's like over in Australia, and, and this isn't any disrespect to the National Health Service over here by any means, but I think when you first leave hospital, you just feel so underprepared. It's like you have the baby, you get everybody's mm. health checked, and then off you go. And when you first get home, then you shut that door, you sit down on the couch, put the baby down in the carrier, look at each other and go, shit, what do we do now? Yes. Yeah. I felt, we, we felt exactly the same. Actually, that's a lie. I felt like that. Anthony was Mr. I know. I used to look, look at him and go, how do you know what you're doing? How do you... I think he's just one of those people who just gets on with it and, you know, is he looks like he knows what he's doing and I did not know what I was doing. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, what do we do with this baby? How do we, you know, <laughs> and he's like, well, we just feed it and that sleeps. And he was so, we are the yin and the yang. He was so calming and um, I, I am so grateful in Anthony that he is like that because 
it is it is overwhelming it's overwhelming and you're like it's different like this sounds really bad like you have a pet like a puppy or a cat or this and you know you feed it and you give it water and whatever it's not the same this is a human being (laughs) where are you going with this I don't know. I think I'm going to get trolled right now. What's wrong, what's wrong with your children? Why are you comparing them to pets? Um, I'm just, I just, it takes me back to a point in my life where I do remember being overwhelmed and, you know, some days were extremely overwhelming and other days were fantastic. So I sort of, you ride that roller coaster of this is great. This is really scary. This is great. But yeah. And I think from this listener, the way they were feeling, obviously they were feeling very, like six weeks old, yeah. overwhelming. Yeah, tired, tired as well has definitely oh, crept yes. into it. That affects a lot of things. Um, yeah. I, 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 what I would probably say to that um, would be that it, it's normal to feel like that. There's a lot of emotions running around. You've got, yes. you're tired, hormones are all over the place. It's new, it's mm-hmm. scary. Um, and that you, you're not on your own. And I think that it's firstly it's important to talk to each other it's important yes. to talk to families and um it goes without saying if you're ever feeling overwhelmed to a degree where it's affecting you um then speak to the healthcare professionals because that's what they're there for um absolutely. you should never feel never feel alone oh you're absolutely right guys and yeah that's the best advice it is it's totally normal, exactly what Gaz said, to feel this way. Um, yeah, it's, you know, it's full on. You've got a human being there. You're responsible for their life and it is overwhelming at times. But if you feel excessively, you know, um, stressed or, you know, your anxiety levels are really running high, please seek that help, as Gaz just said. And, yeah, absolutely talk to your respective partner or whatever you need to do. Moving on to our Good. main topic for the week. Right, okay. And so this topic is um, a great topic to talk about. It's one of my most hated parts of the day. <laughs> so I'm going to obviously cover this in rainbows and sunshine. So, mm. Jane, our main topic is... What is mealtime like in your house? Horrendous. <laughs> horrendous <laughs> hell on earth worst day of my life there we go oh, that's me done jumped in there. <laughs> no i want you to elaborate here because i share very similar feelings i just don't i don't like it as um so Why? i just don't you look at so take breakfast time so so i normally do breakfast time and i give the children toast and the reason i give them mm-hmm. toast is because they're not going to spill it all over the floor like they do with cereals. It's quite yes. easy to clean up, and the bits on the floor, the dog can Very have. smart. So, very, very so smart. that's what I like to do. And then the wife will come down and ruin everything by giving them porridge. Have you ever tried peeling porridge when it dries oh. off a floor, a wall, a ceiling, the dog? Um, so that's breakfast time. So, yeah, it's not a good start to the day. It doesn't put me in a good mood. Right. Lunch times, I mean, I don't know what the diets are like over in Australia, but in the northwest of England, we put everything <laughs> on a butty. Everything. Lasagna, ham, cheese, 
Sorry, can I just oh. interject here for the Aussies? Butty, it's a sandwich. Just translating. Please continue. Yes, sorry. Um, so we have everything on, on a sandwich. Um, you're very posh. You're posher yeah. than I thought you were. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> children will eat cheese. They will eat oh. bread. But you put the two together and it's literally like you've just given them ah. a, bo- a bowl of boiled cabbage. Dissect it, don't they? It's horrendous. And then it just all gets wasted. So it's a waste of food. Tea time, or whatever you may call oh, that over in Lanzafar. You mean? Yeah, which is something that's normally tomato based, like pasta. That that just covers oh, that, everything. It messy. Oh, messy. It's horrendous. Messy. It's horrendous. I and I know we joke about this, guys. Yeah, well, I know we joke about the bathroom strategy, but this is like literally gold clockwork. This is, I get to the oh. point where they're just finishing the last mouthful before the yogurt comes out, and that, that's me out. I'm, I'm done for the day. Can I Up just I go, interrupt? So. There's a trick to the pasta and the yogurt thing. Eat in the nude. That's what you do. Strip off the clothes, eat in the nude. Oh, with a bib, though, with a bib, Have and I, then straight well, in the bath. I got warned. Last time I did that, I got warned off the police that I should never do that in a restaurant again. Oh, yes. <laughs> that, that never happened. <laughs> so in our house, um, look, bref- breakfast isn't too bad. I can cope with that. Um, although they do expect, like, breakfast served up to them literally sitting on the couch watching TV on their own tables and this and that. But, uh, and lunch isn't too bad either. My gripe is the thing that I find really challenging is dinner because I don't that's know tea, That's that tea house. time, by the way, in the, in the northwest of England. Oh, yes, yeah, sorry. Tea, tea, tea time. time. Breakfast, dinner and tea. Yeah. <laughs> Lost in translation there. Absolutely. But um, something happens in my house from 5 o'clock onwards where the kids just, I, I can't explain it to you. They have been literally gold all day and then I turn on the stove to cook dinner or do the veggies or something and then the shit hits the fan like, no, tomorrow. <laughs> they will be absolutely fine and then it's like they plot and plan and then I they hear me turn the knob of the gas on the stove and then this even happened tonight. My eldest poked my younger son in the eye. In the eye. He didn't mean to poke him in the eye but they were sitting at the island bench on the stool because they like to watch me cook dinner. So they sit on the goddamn chair. I turn around. I literally flick the knob of the gas on on the stove and my eldest pokes my son in the eye. So I'm chopping veggies and my husband has left for work by now. He's on night shift tonight. So he left for work. It's me and the kids. He walks out the door and it's like it's the signal for every. I don't know, bad thing to happen while I cook dinner. And then the kicker is I cook dinner and take all this time and I serve it up like as though you're in a restaurant and they will look at it and go, yeah, I don't think I want this dinner tonight. I think I'm not hungry. I want to play outside. And I'm like, no, you're not sitting. You're not playing outside. You're sitting there eating dinner. And then I've discovered lately that, the fighting, sitting down, eating does not work in our household and I'm going to get so judged here. But what I do now is 
I let my kids float around and do whatever they like and they come back to their dinner and pick at it and eat it at their leisure. It does eventually get eaten, but I don't have to deal with the fighting because I can't yeah. be bothered. Yeah, do you know what? I think you can get people that be, can be critical of, of doing it that way, but as far as I'm concerned, if they're eating healthy and they're eating, I don't really care. Yeah. I, I think when you're older and in work, you never really get a lunch these days anyway. You, you constantly find yourself coming back into and eating half a bag of crisps, one sandwich, dipping <laughs> off to another meeting, etc. So I think you're probably giving them life skills there, if I'm being honest. Um, but oh, one, of the most, one of the most fascinating things I've learned today, though, from that conversation is I thought that all the people eating in Australia are shrimps on barbecues. I didn't know that you had other food sorts. Oh, can I just say, we don't even say the word shrimps. That is such a <laughs> load of shit. They're prawns. <laughs> prawns, prawns, prawns. But, yeah, thanks for that, Gaz, for that cliche. It is not true. Let's debunk that myth. Well, <laughs> we eat steak. That's not, that's not what Harold pasta. Bishop says. <laughs> so I, I think we can conclude that mealtimes uh, with children is not a good, happy place. Well, it's definitely not for us too anyway, is it? I just find it really challenging. It's not, yeah, I don't know. I guess I would love to reach out to our audience right here and go, what are your tips at mealtime? Like I feel like a failure definitely at dinner time that I'm doing something wrong here. They do eventually eat their food, but it's just chaos. How do you, what's your dinner time like? Horrendous horrendous it's um <laughs> they just they won't eat anything they'll ask for something we'll make it they won't eat it um mm. i can't remember the last time that i had a hot meal because i think people think when it comes to feed uh, meal times with families it's all about how the kids eat etc etc how much do they eat what they're eating everybody forgets about the parents i've not had a hot meal in about seven years and Maybe maybe one of our listeners can answer this question that's maybe more scientifically focused than I am. But how is it that you can dish out six meals? Okay, so I've put six meals out. Okay. Mm. Ours are obviously larger than the children's. They're all piping hot. I will accelerate the decline in temperature by blowing on, mixing uh, the kids up. And once I've managed to cool it as quick as I possibly can, because they're all screaming, I give it to them. I come back, mine seems to have automatically cooled itself faster than the dishes that I was mm. cooling. Where, how does that even happen? I don't know, but sorry, I'm still hung up on the fact six meals, like in Australia, there's breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Oh, no, <laughs> I mean, sorry, gra- I mean, and the grazing in between. What's sorry, six when it, more meals? Yeah, no, when I say six <laughs> meals, I don't mean like a mezze. I, I mean, sorry, six plates. So there's six of us in our household. So, yeah, we, we, we each eat. A, we don't all eat out Aye. the same bowl like feral <laughs> dogs. We, we do have our own plates in the UK. Six, six dinner serving times. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Having no, a blonde definitely. moment here, right? Absolutely. <laughs> no. We're not that. We're not that posh. We're not feral and all eat out of a bowl. We have six individual well, individual sure. plates of food at three times a day. English thing, you know, because you like your tea and your supper and your afternoon tea and your whatever it is over there. But anyway, obviously, yeah. I'm wrong.
Let's reach out to our audience. If you could give us any pearls of wisdom about dinner time, any meal time, what works in your household? Because Gaz and I clearly need help. I know I need help. But Gaz, how do you feel about that? Yeah, do you need or if, if any of our listeners would like to come and cook for my children so that I don't have to, that would also be greatly appreciated. You wish. Anyway, um, Gaz, always a pleasure chatting with you. And thank you so much to everyone who's been listening to us. Our stats are growing and growing. Apparently we're getting more listeners. We must be doing something right here, Gaz. We, we certainly are. And do you know what? At the very least, we have fun. We do. And that's what it's all about. And, hey, look, if you have any questions or you want to ask us anything or even if you want to plug for your business or Instagram, please shoot us an email. We'd love to chat with you. Thank you everyone for listening. We really, really appreciate it. And we will chat to you in episode five. Cheers guys. Yeah. Same. If you have any questions, pop them across to either twin dad of four or twin hack mum. And we look forward to catching up with you all. 